Welcome to the John Sandwich Show! <laughs> Can't believe it's gonna look like Bane anymore when I'm gonna be talking. <laughs> swear to God, it felt like I was drinking this beer for two hours. That it's a scam. Did it touch you? Did it touch you? Yeah, it made me, made me feel things. Should we let everyone else in on the conversation? If it's too loud, they just turn it down, right? Perfect sandwich. Beautiful. And, uh, I was looking at this one game um, that would be fun to play on stream and maybe with you guys or something because it's a simple game. Get get played on any kind of computer, really. Yeah. It's called Among Us. I've never and, heard of Yeah, you, you start out with, like, let's say five people, I think. You can have up to, like, ten, I think. And a couple of them are imposters. And you have to kill everybody. But, uh... The people that aren't imposters can like push a button and it will start a meeting or uh, if a dead body is found it'll automatically start a meeting and you have to like deliberate on who killed who but it like the game kind of separates you because you on, on the spaceship you have to do tasks or else like the ship will explode or die or whatever huh. that so you have to complete all those while also trying to find the imposter huh. And you guys have to, like, uh, get majority vote on someone in order to uh, to kick them out, hmm. shoot them out into space. Huh. So, like, you have to discuss afterwards. It's kind of like one of those board games. Yeah. Like, with the imposter or, like, uh, what's that one? Werewolf. Oh, Betrayal? There's a card. Yeah, pretty much Betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. They have a Betrayal Legacy, which I haven't played yet, but I heard it's amazing. To where, you know what a Legacy board game is? It's like the original version? No. Okay, so, um, uh, like a Legacy board game is where you start the board game, and every single time you play it, the board game changes. Like, you rip up cards, or you add new cards, or... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it spans, like, every time you play it. So, like, it might only have, like, 12... 15 playthroughs but every single the game changes every single time you play it so like you'll rip up like a god card or you'll get a god card or something or something fucked up in the game happened to where now everyone loses but next time now you have to try and beat what you know costs you the game you know interesting yeah so there's just pretty much like a a progression game where you know the story changes like every single time you play it which is pretty awesome and it stays so you don't next time you play it like the way the game left is how you're going to start the next game that's cool yeah that's um 4d thinking right there oh for sure man. as far as that's board like, game designers go oh yeah that's some tesseract shit man <laughs> fucking dude like i uh it amazes me how smart some people are like the like how people write games and come up with like these board games, even video games and movies and stuff like that. It is amazing. Like how fucking smart and creative people are. Oh yeah. This like, yeah. programming by itself, like to have the vision to look at code for hours and hours on end and still bring it around and make it like 
uh, like where everything has kind of like a unity in the way it moves and acts and stuff. It's a lot that goes into it that you just don't see really. You just assume like, yeah, that's what a video game does or that's what a board game does. But even something simple like Monopoly, like it's... It's very detailed as far as the design goes. Oh, for sure. Very deliberate. And like the mechanics, you know, like, uh, I, I wish I had like a sliver of that type of creativity. Like my creativity is like mostly all, uh, analog to where it, I just put the pieces together of where it needs to go. Like more of like a engineer type set. Like I'm not going to create anything, but I will take what you give me and make something cool out of it. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. That's pretty much what every streamer does <laughs> yeah 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 exactly you know you're you're you didn't make the game but you could play it pretty fucking well so you know speaking yeah. of streaming like how is your uh your your twitch account going are you affiliate yet? oh it's doing pretty good uh, i don't have affiliate i still have to get the uh um the average viewership, average viewership. But you got the but followers last yeah i got the followers a little bit over now um, I wish I could have streamed this whole week because I probably would have had it by now. Oh yeah. But my last stream, man, it blew up like even naturally. Like sometimes you can, you get rated by someone where they send all their viewers to you basically, and you'll get like oh, yeah. for a little while like fifty viewers and stuff, and some of them will follow. But I got a natural like seven average. Oh nice. Of people watching just out of the blue. Oh, that's awesome. I was man. like, fuck yeah. If I do that like every day, it's in. Dude, that's awesome. It's a shoe in. That yeah, and then my brother followed me and stuff. <laughs> yeah, quit my job. That's the goal, dude. Today was horrible. I never like. I just wanted to stream the whole time because I was like, I need to not do this because work sucked. Uh, yeah, dude. I, work's been sucking lately, man. That's for yeah, as sure. it does. It's like. You know that one tone that you may have seen on uh, videos or something? That tone that constantly seems like it's going higher and higher, but it kind of stays the same? No, I haven't seen that. You ever, it's like a phenomenon where you can have basically three tones, and as each one rises, uh, one tone will go down and then restart kind of thing, and it gives the illusion that the tone is progressively getting higher and higher, but it really doesn't stay the same. It's like an auditory illusion, basically. Hmm. Interesting. But that's what work feels like in terms of, like, annoyance and difficulty. Like, it just keeps getting more annoying, but somehow you just take it and it just kind of stays the same. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Oh, no, dude. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, it's like, like, like tasks that you were like let's just say you were helping somebody out you know and you're like oh yeah i'll, I'll help you out for a couple of days and like now all of a sudden those tasks become your tasks on t- top of the tasks that you already have it's like well shit like i was helping out because i had some free time but now i have to do my job too and do some of your job because i helped you out a couple times like now all of a sudden i'm inheriting tasks that i really didn't have time to do before but now I now they're mine, you know, because I, yeah. I was able to help out. You know, yeah. so it's just like 
and and sometimes they're really small, but like those small tasks, like throughout the day, if they they fucking add up and it takes a while. That's why I'm not getting off to like eight forty five now because I've inherited tasks that mm. take me time to do. You know, it's like shit. Like yeah. I'm I'm a three part person. You know, like I do my job that I was actually hired to do. I do this job that I inherited because I was good at it and no one else wanted to do it. And now like, which is kind of crazy. Your boss gives you something extra yeah. to do. Thinking and then, like, Oh, that's yeah. manager experience. And then like, I'm in the management program. Well, actually I'm done with it. I just have to find a job, but now it's like, so I'm an acting manager, like assistant manager pretty much. So now I have like manager duties on top of the other duties I've already done. Plus I'm helping other people out around that, you know, the area. So it's like, fuck man, like throw me a bone here. Yeah. So I, I, I understand the loop, the loop of just constant. It keeps getting like, I don't want to say worse, but it keeps getting more annoying. Yeah, dude. But it's somehow just the business still stays running. It's just weird. You know what? Like it feels unending. You know what irritates me, and sometimes I just wish I could be a little bit more like this person. The person that just comes in, doesn't give a fuck, barely does his job, and then goes home whenever the fuck he wants to. Yeah. You know, like that guy. He's still getting paid, but he just doesn't give a fuck. Like, man, I just wish I had a little bit of that in me so I could be like, I don't give a fuck guy. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Sometimes I wish I was that guy. Yeah, I get those. I'm sometimes that guy, but I think everyone on my team is sometimes that guy. Like, everybody gets an allotted amount of, like, chill time, and we just kind of get it organically. Uh, But, you know, after a while, like, you'll notice that your chill time has run out when someone just sends you something and is like, yo, this is broke. Yeah. And they're just straight up like, yo, do this. And you're like, oh, okay. Break time's over. Yeah, my chill time is doing paperwork. <laughs> I was like, finally, some fucking peace and quiet. Everyone's gone. I can do paperwork now and just fucking be by myself. Yeah. That's my chill time. Yeah, my chill time is usually when something fucking like insanely complicated is broken. Oh, yeah. And like my the two top people, because I'm like third place in the hierarchy in terms of like what people know. All right. Like, out of five. Like during so like I'm just in like, your I'm, team. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, well, if something else comes up, you bet your ass I'm going to get it for you guys. You won't have to worry about that shit at all. Yeah. But this complicated thing that I don't know anything about, I'll just watch and learn. <laughs> That's above my pay <laughs> That's my chill time usually. <laughs> But uh, my lead was gone today, so it all just, like, you know, shit rolls downhill. So everything that he did, my second-place lead, second-string lead, has to do, and thus I have to do everything that he usually does, pretty much, because we all kind of share the same load. Yeah, that's Referencing good. Samwise. That's good. At, at least you guys share the same burden, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I feel bad because, like, 
there's so many like sites and things you need to get access to like technical places that are pretty secure like sometimes you just can't do anything and you just you see people inquiring about it and i'm just like like if, if they keep talking about it i have to be like look i i don't know yeah. and then that's usually like okay even though you don't know i'm gonna target you and send you all this shit that i'm just i'm in need of all this info yeah i'm like yeah i'll take a look at that for sure <laughs> And it's just like, I'm just waiting for my lead to get here. Yeah, that's tough, man. And tell me what the fuck is going on. Yeah, that's tough. Like, because I'm the lead at my job. And it's just like, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's a lot, man. You know, and, and like, when I'm gone, people are like, man, thank God you're fucking back. It's like, yeah, like, now you kind of know, like, how much I do, you know, for like everybody. Like, even my manager yeah. today, like, she had to come to me and be like, hey, there's some stuff wrong, and I don't know what's going on. Like, like, can you help me? It's like, yeah, you know, you're basically the highest ranked enlisted guy. Yeah, pretty much. Like army wise, yep. you're like the sergeant major. Yeah, deals with all the bullshit. Yep. And then the execs just kind of go. The one that fixes all the fucking problems. Yeah, that's problems. cool. Thanks. Yeah, precisely. You're like the team sergeant or whatever. Yeah, pretty much. I was getting after people. Yep. Have the most work. Yep. Last one to leave. Yep. First one to get there. Yep. I mean, but you know, people it's... under you complain like this shit's bullshit. Yep. It's like, well, this job sucks. Pretty much, all the fucking time. It's like, man, well, at least you have a fucking job right now. You know, like I, I would have rather yeah, that's what I'm like, thankful for. <laughs> you know, four months ago, I would have rather sat on my ass, collect full unemployment of six hundred bucks, but I didn't. And neither did you, so guess what? At least we're still working. There's a lot of restaurants out there that, you know, the wait, the wait staff's not getting any hours, and if they are getting hours, they're not getting any tips. And those people work yeah. on, like, minimum wage, man. Like, they, they need their tips to survive. I read this thing that 40% of the businesses that temporarily closed during COVID are not going to open ever again. Yeah, dude, there's a, there's a lot of like Hallmark, like restaurants and little like bakeries and stuff in the Seattle area. That's just, they can't, they can't reopen. Like they can't afford it, you know, like they just can't, which is sad. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of good places that are going out of business. You know, I'm, I'm happy to see that some of my local restaurants that I go to, at least before COVID, like on, on a weekly basis are still open. So that makes yeah. me happy, you know? Yeah, as long as the cafe is saved. Oh, yeah. The cafe is hope. And by the New York, man. Have you ever eaten there? No. Oh, dude, that's my favorite pizza place. you got to go eat there. Do they deliver to you? They might door dash. Or do you pick it up? Uh, you, you, could, you have to pick it up. But it's close enough where you could, like... Oh, dude, it's like... Like, it's close. You could borderline almost walk to your house. It's off Harbor Point. You know where the Starbucks is on... That your road yeah the one next to walgreens exactly it is three building like three doors down from the starbucks three doors down yeah you can be my superman <laughs> yeah so it's three doors down you uh you pay 20 cents for a pizza but you only have a quarter so you get a nickel back 
<laughs> no, but yeah, they have really good pizza, man. It's delicious. It's. Do you like Brooklyn Brothers? Uh, haven't gotten them either. All right. Well, Brooklyn Brothers is okay, but Bite of New York is like the true, like New York style pizza. Like one of my friends, she's actually from New York, and she's like, "This is the closest thing I've had to actual New York pizza." You know. Around here, I want to go to New York just for the pizza. I hear a lot of good things about the pizza, but I'm skeptical as whether it's just like, oh, it's New York, so it's better. Just it's better. Yeah. I, or is it actually better, like in every way? Yeah, you know, it probably is better in every way. To be quite honest, like there's, there's a lot of Italians there. Yeah, there's a lot of Italians. I bet you like the sauces and like the different type of the little nuances and like the the how they make the dough. You know, maybe it's a more firm dough. Or a softer dough, or crispy, or a little bit sweeter. I mean, there's so many like variations of what you could do with pizza. You know? Yeah. You know, like the type I of just, cheese. I want a giant slice, like in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, yeah. And that that's pizza, what, I want that. That's what Bayern New York has, man. They have like these giant slices. They're like Costco size like slices. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude, you should go there. You should go there tomorrow. You should do you it. Should. I mean, they have like. They have pizza on the stand. They heat it up in their oven when you order it. You should get a couple pepperoni sticks because those things are fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. Do it, man. And you'll be blown away. You'll text me tomorrow after you eat by in New York. You'll be like, damn, dude. That's some fine-ass pizza. That shit's dank. Yep. You've just... Yeah, Vanessa works tomorrow, so I might yeah. just take my skateboard over to that place to grab yeah. a slice. Yeah, dude. I mean, you will thank me. You'll be like, all right. I've added another uh, restaurant to my list that cannot cannot be destroyed, or else I will go into a hopeless depression. <laughs> a blind rage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think... I think pizza is good. As far as, like, companies that m- may close, I think pizza is pretty low on the list. Yeah. Because everyone's home. Like, what are you going to do? Not order pizza? Yeah, but a lot of these really good pizza places, they don't deliver. That's the thing. Like, the big chains deliver, but a lot of these, like, really good, like, by New York, I don't even think Brooklyn Brothers, they don't deliver. It's it's carry-out or dine-in only. Yeah, it's still, still, though, like, you could pick up a pizza. True. That is true. It's a dark day if people are avoiding pizza. Yeah. Because already, like, you go in, you pick it up if you call it in. It's, like, not that hard, not that different. Yeah, true. Is there a pizza company that you just think is garbage? Uh, garbage? Oh, I hate Little Caesars. Yeah. Like, fuck their pizza. Their breadsticks are delicious, uh, though. Their cheese sticks are really good, but every time I get one of those, like, instant... I would only get them in, like, El Paso, but those instant medium pizzas... Oh, the hot and ready? They're straight garbage. Yeah. Usually old they're as fuck. They're never hot enough. Yeah, they're old as fuck and everything. But uh, one that's really good that's not like a true pizza place, like a fast food pizza place, is sometimes I get shit for it, but I love Domino's. Yeah. Domino's like, is their right. crust is good. Yeah. Domino's, like, I don't know. Like, it comes to a point. I also love Pizza Hut. I don't know. Like, I don't, Pizza Hut's okay. I don't really care for Pizza Hut too much. I don't like their crust, like the fake oily margarine crust they have going on. Like, I'll eat it. Like, don't get me wrong. Which place? Uh, Just pizza, pizza Hut? in general? Oh, Pizza Hut, yeah. Yeah. 
uh don't get me wrong like i will never turn down pizza hut and i i end up ordering pizza hut like quite often because they deliver you know yeah i'm not the biggest fan but i will never turn down pizza like i i don't think like there's a there's i don't think there's a shitty enough pizza for me to be like i you know i'm just not gonna eat that like i'll eat frozen ass fucking pizza and that's fine it's still it's still kind of pizza there's there is one pizza that i will turn down every single time and that is school public school pizza oh no even as a child i was disgusted by the smell and the look of their pizza and everyone used to always go fucking nuts they're like oh my god it's pizza day fuck yeah everything's good i'm like well just looks like i'm gonna just grab a drink and head out to the playground because i ain't eating that shit was it the round soon. ones no it wasn't the round ones it was those square ones that i assume they like heat up on a pan uh, see ours was round like they one of those like, rectangular they pans. called a barchetta pizza or something like that i, I, I don't them. know what they had yeah, but ours was round it was awful ours tasted like the closest thing i i could come up with like from my nostalgic memory of school pizza is like those red baron like round pizzas those personal pizzas you get oh yeah 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 so that's like the closest comparison like i could have to like what those bar barchetta pizzas tasted like and mm. those were on like some days but on fridays we had it was either cheese or canadian bacon pepperonis and those were actually from papa murphy's that the school district bought okay and see so, that's what's up yeah so and it was like fuck yeah some papa murphy's pizza that they picked up so friday's pizza day was always a pretty pleasant day for me mm. there's just something about the smell at my school or just like the school district in general that the pizza just didn't smell right yeah it smelled it smelled like the pizza it smelled like a pizza that was given to like a kindergartner and it just sat like in a classroom like a kindergarten classroom for like the whole day and some people got some stuff and some people didn't and just sat out and got sneezed on and shit and then there it got cold and then they took it to the cafeteria and heated it up again to give it to us that's what i imagine what yeah. happened because it just smelled weird it was rancid well I, i'm a little bummed out i never out, but... ate school pizza though or uh, school lunches really at all i did until high school i didn't until high school then i didn't i remember our middle school had like this awesome fucking like deli like where you could like build your sandwich like subway and shit and it was like so fucking oh, good hell yeah yeah dude we didn't have any of that shit um, I did not sit in my high school cafeteria once. Not one time did I ever sit in the tables in the cafeteria, sit on the tables in the cafeteria. I did one in time school. in high school, and that's because I wasn't leave, allowed to leave campus because I was like grounded. You were in trouble? <laughs> I was in trouble. I was like grounded from doing anything. Like I, they, <laughs> they put me in like this room for like a fucking week, man. Like It was like solitary confinement, man. It was... And that's like literally what it was. You were away from all students. You were in a room to do your homework. You weren't even able to fucking go to class. Like they give you your homework. You're in solitary confinement. You had your 30 minute lunch and then you go back to the fucking your solitary confinement. Did you punch a kid or something? What did you do? Punch the kid. 
Oh, you did punch a kid. Yeah. Like, this man's violent. Yeah, pretty much, man. So, like, I was in solitary fucking confinement for a fucking week. Like, yeah. It sucked. Which, I don't know, like, that that kind of punishment, man, like, come to think about it, you know, like, people bitch, like, how, like, the school system's punishment's bad and all this. It's like, man, you didn't, apparently you didn't grow up in fucking Idaho in the early 2000s or whatever. Yeah, the early 2000s, because they were still doing fucking some solitary confinement bullshit on your ass if you got in trouble. Yeah, same with my high school and it was on military property so like in terms of where like who the football team plays it was a part of the El Paso school district but everything else was like run federal governmentally oh, not right statewide okay so like uh alternative is what we called it oh yeah i don't know if you guys called it alternative but you can go to alternative for like the simplest shit. Yep. We had an alternative school. One of my best friends actually graduated from alternative school. Uh, even though like when he goes mm-hmm. to like his class reunions and stuff, it's still the high school that he would have been at. But it's like he didn't, he went to alternative school. He wasn't there the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you go to alternative, you have to be like on your best behavior because they had alternative, which was more like in-school suspension. Yeah. Where, like, you're in a separate room. You have to wear a tie. You have to wear a white button-up and slacks and everything. So it was in, like, the same and, school, though. Yeah, it was in the same school. And I think if you stayed long enough, you would have to go to the alternative school, which was, like, in central El Paso, Probably not the best place to have a bunch of alternative kids. <laughs> yeah, that's like right on the border and shit. Don't you like how they like they pretty put, shabby? Don't you like how they put the the alternative schools like in the worst neighborhood? Right, like so you could walk there and be asked for asked to buy drugs on your way to school. Like, or whatever. hey kid, I I can see that school's not uh, treating you very well. We got a job for you, <laughs> you know. Right, exactly. It's like, you know, maybe you should put it in like a really nice posh area, so you know, like. Some of these kids could have something to look forward to. Be like, man, maybe if I work hard enough, I could be fucking. You could know, have this house. I could have this house or this fucking car or whatever. You know, I don't know. Be well adjusted like this gentleman here. Yeah. You know, yeah. instead you fucking put the alternative school in the fucking ghetto because that's where ours was. Ours was in ours was in like the fucking worst part of town. It's like, man, no, no one wants to go to that part of town. That's where all the fucking druggies and fucking meth heads hang out. You know, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. You know, so let, let's it's take crazy all, how that yeah, happens. Yeah, let's take all these trouble kids and just you know surround them by fucking meth heads. Yeah, why do they do that? It's so fucked up. Well, because like these rich neighborhoods, they don't want bad kids in their neighborhood. You know. Yeah. You know, that's uh, it's like a, I don't know, it's like economic warfare, man. It's like they, the rich people want to keep poor people poor. And they want poor people to stay the fuck away from their rich living, you know? For sure. It's sad. Was your uh, alternative teacher, maybe you spotted him sometimes, or like whoever the out-of-school or in-school suspension teacher was, was always like the hardest motherfucker there? <laughs> you know, not really, man. Like, I don't, 
there wasn't really anybody hard there. Like I, I don't, I don't feel like, um, there wasn't like that badass teacher at my school. There, I think everyone was a bunch of fucking pushovers. That's why they sent them to an alternative school because that's where all the badasses worked. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I don't. There was. I I I can't really remember like a a firm like hey. You get your shit fucking together type teacher, you know? Like, I remember, uh, like, in fucking middle school, you, you know, the textbooks you would get from school or whatever? Yeah. Like, of course, course they're assigned to you. And, like, and like, I had mine, and I kept it in my locker. So one day, I I didn't bring it, but someone left their textbook at the, like, underneath the desk in the tray bin or whatever, and I and I took it. And then that just became a habit of mine. I was like, well, you know what? Fucking people keep leaving shit behind. I'm going to take it. So at the end of the year, they were missing. And this is a true fucking story. They were missing like 50 textbooks. And they had no idea where all these textbooks were. And I didn't have anything in my locker except for textbooks. Because <laughs> I took, every single day I took a new textbook. Because, you know, you motherfuckers leave them around. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to take it. Yeah. Yeah. You could have cashed those in, like, just say, hey, I found these, like, behind a, a thing over here. So about that A-plus, right? That's what <laughs> you're right. giving me, right? <laughs> Maybe I can uh, go to the school function without having to pay the $2 for the ticket. Yeah, how about that? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember really having a badass, a badass teacher. I've had some, like, eccentric teachers that were fun to hang out with and be in their class and... This and that, but nothing really like badass style. We had a few badasses because it was like mostly military kids there, so it was pretty diverse. Yeah. And the teachers were pretty diverse too. And the alternative guy was like, I'm pretty sure he was a straight up cop because he dressed like a cop, where it was always like the short sleeve button up uh -huh. tucked in to his pants that are like way too tight and his belt is just way too tight but it's he's still tucking in his shirt and he just like never smiles but he's kind of like friends with the really bad kids because they know him oh yeah. yeah but so so he's trying to be like a role like, model to like these these bad kids and shit exactly yeah. like you can still be hard and a cool motherfucker but also obeying the law yeah and not punching kids in the face. Yeah, that was my styles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man. and like yeah. some other teachers were badass too. Like just my English teacher would like just to, he would say like this just to like uh, give you a heads up of w the kind of people you might work with in the future, like a boss and just like get your paper and like immediately see that one like formatting issue and he'll be like do it again and just like like kind of throw it back at you and you know like this guy's not the person you go like but sir like it's just that like can i just turn it in like you just were like yes sir yeah huh. take that <laughs> grab it reprint it real quick send it in and he'll kind of look at him and be like well i guess it's fine what? Like just to be yeah. an asshole, <laughs> like not not that it was an issue educationally, 
like English wise, but he just did it just to piss you off or like just show you that people are assholes and your boss might be an asshole one day and he'd literally say that. Yeah. And I, I was like, yeah, yeah, I totally see that now. I imagine like you growing up like in a military school, well, a military funded school or whatever, like it has to be different like than most public systems. I mean, you like, because I'm sure like a lot of these parents kind of have like a certain type of expectation of how their kids are supposed to be educated. And a lot of military people are very stern and uh, obey the law and obey the rules. Oh, so, yeah. So our principal was the only one that was a doctor in oh, the yeah? school district. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. And she wasn't one to fuck with either. Yeah. She was like a slightly younger Sarah Palin. Is what she looked like. Hmm. So pretty fucking but hot. But she was kind of, <laughs> yeah, kind of hot. Um, <laughs> what was her name? Uh, what was her name? We called her Doctor G. I forgot what her first name was. Interesting. Her last name was like Gonzalez or something like that. Hmm. But yeah, she was like the embodiment of the school in that, like, it can be fun as long as you do your stuff. And then we'll have a nice, fun, dignified party afterwards where you still kind of have to be good. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, like, you can go to alternative pretty quickly if you start causing trouble. Like, a fight, if you get into a fight, like, in the courtyard, you're an alternative for, like, the entire year. Damn. You're never going to come back that year. Wow. You're going to be doing alternative classes for pretty much the rest of the year. You know, sometimes, you know, like, I don't know if this is, like, good on the education system or bad on the education system, but I feel like they definitely try a little bit harder to, like, prepare you for a mundane work life. You know, it's like, this is what you're going to be doing. You're going to be sitting at a desk fucking trying to work for eight hours a day. Yeah. You know, instead For, of, like, triple the amount of time that you were in high school. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like in some sense, I think like high school kind of prepared me a little bit for real life. Like they didn't prepare me for real life. Like I feel like the classes that I would have liked to have, like that should I, that I think are, should be like mandatory or are, are like real life classes. Like how the fuck do you, you know, like pay your bills? Like, or, you know, like you oh, take yeah, a, that's... you take an acknowledged class. But you only have to do it one time. Like, I feel like school, like, they try hard to prepare you for the workforce, but I don't feel like they give you the necessary tools to, like, be, like, a functioning adult. It's, like, everything you have to find out on your own. Yeah, like, just being a well-educated citizen. Yeah, and, like, sometimes, and like, education's like just not enough, man. You need to know some smarts. You know, you need to get it, get in the street smarts before you could... You know, because I, I was young yeah. and fucking stupid, too, just like everybody else. It took me until, like, I was, like, fucking 27 to realize it's, like, fuck, I got I, I to gotta be, like, a real adult, you know? Yeah. The fact that they don't teach you a thing about 401k is, like, the biggest oversight in the solar system. Yeah, like, you have to, like, take, like, special classes. Like, there's some shit that has to be mandatory, man. Like, how to fucking... Like, fix a fucking drain. You know, like, that should be, like, mandatory. You should know how to do that. You know, like, like yeah. basic, 
like of course like our parents know how to do it they're awesome like mechanically and that stuff like we're we're building generations of kids that have to rely on calling someone else to do it instead of being able to do it by themselves yeah one of the things that just came to mind is just like household cleanliness yeah which uh, they do teach you a little bit in elementary school about like don't touch mold or whatever but just like especially here like you can get really fucked up by not cleaning your tub out and you get mold and uh we had this we get this like red mold and mm -hmm. for the longest time i thought it was vanessa's hair dye uh -huh. but I looked it up and I was like, holy shit, this is all fucking mold. Oh, wow. So I like scrubbed it and uh, cleaned it up. Looks good. But I feel like stuff like that, like keeping your house clean or like if you have a kid like right out of high school, like do you know particularly like horrible chemicals, like what would be in your house that could potentially hurt someone and like where to store those things yeah like just general home related education yeah oh yeah for sure man i think could at least help out some people yeah dude like, I, I think it would help out a lot of people like rodents and I don't shit know, man. Like, animals I, I feel like fucking um like more of the home ex and more of like the like the wood shop and the utility classes like i think these those need to be like put back into schools i think people need to like know how to do that stuff or at least have like a general yeah. knowledge of what type of screw goes where and why you know like why like when i'm cutting this piece of wood to make a table like what are these rivets for you know that's stuff that i don't know like i, I mean i have a google education a youtube education if you will you know, but like, right. you know, like everyone should know how to make eggs. Everyone should know how to use a stove. Like no one should fucking burn water. And there's people that will burn a pot of water, you know, like oh, yeah. there's people out there that will literally burn a pot of water, you know, and, and people need to know that. Well, no, you can't just fucking, if you're using the deep fryer, you just can't put like this cold ass fucking piece of whatever in there and start a fire because you, you know, people need to learn how to cook. Yeah, I know, but we don't yeah. use gasoline to light your bonfire because you will explode. Unless you want a little fun. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a video. Well, obviously, if they posted the video and nothing happened, they wouldn't post it. But I'm always seeing people like, let me just put like a pint of gasoline just like right at my feet. Yeah. Light that shit up. Yeah. Like, that's exactly the same as lighter fluid, right? Gasoline? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm being sarcastic. Oh, oh, like, obviously, yeah. it's not. Yeah. Like, yeah. lighter fluid is meant to not explode in yeah. your face yeah. if you put it on correctly. Yeah. But gasoline, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> instantly. Very high combustion rate. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah, it is shocking. Like, I, I've, I've done that. More for fun, though, <laughs> you know. Yeah, at least you knew, but I saw this one guy putting, like, an entire jerry can on top of this giant uh, um, pile of wood, 
and he lit it up and it actually exploded like a grenade like the large pieces of wood were actually propelled oh damn towards the camera and everywhere else damn like that was nothing short of an explosion it wasn't like a combust quickly combust singe my eyebrows it literally exploded well, that's what, like, the movies use for, like, those big, huge explosions and, like, the fire and shit. Like, they use gasoline. It's like a barrel of gasoline, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna... Good for, good for effects, not good for oh, yeah. lighting bonfires. Oh, for sure. <laughs> what you drinking today? Um, you know, I'm not quite sure what the beer is called, but it's like a, it's like a red. I just, uh... Get it in the keg? Yeah, it's in the keg. I saw this like this brewery and i've never had it before so i was like yeah i'll pull the trigger and i'll, I'll try something new um it's not great it's drinkable but it's not not something i'd probably it's not get again. wowing you yeah i probably wouldn't get it again uh, i like reds pretty uh they're pretty right in the middle of like taste and strongness oh yeah for sure yeah, this has a, a pretty decent caramely taste, but it has a, I don't know, it has a, a weird aftertaste. There's something about it, and like, it's pretty carbonated too. I don't, it's really fizzy, and I don't really care for like super fizzy beer, mm. you know, unless it's like a seltzer or something like that. Like, I like a little bit of fuzz, but this is like really over the top fizzy. They can put that on their can. Mm -hmm. Over the top fizzy. What are you drinking right now? I'm having a raspberry white claw. Nice. That sounds. Oops. That sounds refreshing. Yeah, I haven't drank in like two weeks, so oh, it's yeah? like I'll actually buy some stuff. Nice. You slowing down a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. I need to. It really messes me up, like in the long term, if I drink like each night you know yeah like what do you mean by that uh like i don't sleep that well and i get headaches and like every time i wake up i'm like dehydrated and my i have a headache and shit i'm just like i like to wake up just as is oh yeah for sure and uh i got hung over pretty easily i think do you yeah like, if I have two White Claws, I could... It's definitely possible that I'll get a headache oh, in damn. the morning. That's a bummer, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, like, the eight beers and then get up in the morning at, like, 4 a.m. Yeah, I'm definitely not that guy either. I mean, I don't drink every night. Army. But, you know, on the weekends I do dabble. And it's like, sometimes I fucking... I'll drink pretty good on Saturday and maybe have, like... Throughout the day, probably too much, you know, like a six-packer or more. And then, like, fucking Sunday, it's like, man, I'm fucking paying for this shit, you know? Yeah. And I, I just, yeah, hangovers suck, man. I mean, I do like beer, like, but sometimes I just drink too much of it. Oh, yeah. Same here. I love beer. I'm, it just hurts. Mm-hmm. Well, especially don't like, do that. Yeah. I wish I could smoke weed, man, but I can't. Yeah, you're operating 
Yeah. Machinery and shit. Yeah. I don't know. Fucking. That won't do you good. Like, I, I, I've been. It just sucks. Like, I found out, like, early in my job that I cannot go to work hungover. Like, I went to work hungover, like, a couple years ago. And I was like, man, I can't fucking do this. Like, my, my job is just too fucking demanding to go to work hungover. You know? Yeah. So it's just like. I've never been like a super super heavy drinker. Like I'll drink on the weekends, and I guess some people will be like, "Oh, you drink every weekend or whatever." Um, but like I don't really drink it throughout the week. Like I just don't because I can't go to work hungover. Like, oh yeah, you know, just going to work hungover fucking sucks, man. Doing anything hungover sucks. For sure, doing anything short of sitting in a dark room on the couch, yeah, like hurts. If I have plans on Sunday, I'm not going to drink too much on Saturday because I have plans. And if I have plans, I'm, I'm not going to want to do them on Sunday, you know? Like, even if, like, we plan, like, a podcast or something on, like, Sunday, like, I'll try not to drink too much. Because, like, I, I just, if I drink too much, I'm not going to want a podcast, you know? So I, yeah. I've been moderating my drinking for, like, the last couple of years just because fucking, for one, it's probably not good drink too much but yeah i just can't fucking go to work hungover yeah but i do love beer i man. will say uh i had this one day where i didn't have coffee for whatever reason i got up and i needed to go to work so i just went to work didn't have coffee didn't have my nicotine stick didn't smoke or anything didn't drink the day before and i felt so good oh i like that. i was high off life I was like, man, I need to do this more often. Dude, I But then I just look yeah. over at the coffee maker and I'm like, God, yeah, Dude, give me this shit. I'm in the same boat, man. Coffee affects me way more than beer. I, like, beer will, like, it'll be a rough morning, rough afternoon, but I'll, I'll make it through. If I drink too much coffee, it's just a fucking rough morning, rough afternoon, rough going to bed. Everything is just fucking terrible because I am caffeine sensitive. So it's just like, I fucking... No matter how much, like how long I drink, uh, I've been drinking coffee for. I overdose on coffee. I swear to God, every single time I drink it, like I can have yeah a cup of coffee, and it will just put me like over the edge. Get your anxiety up, yep. and you're all short with people. Like yep. you just quit smoking and exactly, shit. Exactly, man. So I I've cut my coffee down to one and a half cups a day. Like I'll drink, like uh. A half cup of coffee when I wake up, or a full cup of coffee when I wake up, and when it gets halfway through, I'll refill it, and then I'll just like, sip on that until I have to go to work, and like reheat it if I have to, like in the microwave. But it's like one and a half cups of coffee a day is my max. Anything over that, like I'm anxiety ridden. Sometimes I get like a little, like a little lightheaded because, you know, caffeine. Oh hell yeah! It fucking it suppresses your appetite, so I won't eat. You know, so, yeah, caffeine's bad for me, man. Yeah, same. I should probably stop drinking. I don't know, but there's some the people ca- like Mary, man, that, like, they could drink, like, a full pot of coffee and not really feel a thing. Yeah, that's what I thought I was like, but then I started to not have coffee, and I was like, I feel way more level. I'm not, like, Zoom for 30 minutes and then like pissed off the rest of the hour yeah but i'll get there one day not today 
I don't know, man. I've been Still I've been trying matters. to get there since I quit drinking soda. So I used to never drink coffee. Like I used to be, I had never drank coffee. And then like when I dr- quit drinking soda, I was like, well, I need a little bit of caffeine, you know, like just. So I started drinking coffee. So I, I'm going on almost three years of drinking coffee, and my tolerance has not gone up at all. Like my tolerance yeah. is pretty much the same it's been since I started drinking coffee. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm caffeine sensitive though, because I just it does some bad things to me. Right. I'm yeah, more, it just showed uh, me how, like you're you're at your best when you're not uh, influenced by outside things, particularly substances yeah. of an ingesting manner. Yeah. I think that's why I like beer so much too, though, because it's it's more of a downer and an upper. Like I'm not a I'm not an upper type of guy. Like I don't need to be more amped up. Like I'm already kind of twitchy, you know. Like I'm already like my thoughts are running a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't I don't need my thoughts to run faster. I don't need my heart to go faster. I need to slow shit down a little bit. You know. <laughs> Dude, I know it. I got a. Might be TMI, but I did get a, uh, like in college, a ADHD medication. Oh yeah. Because I was like, oh maybe, like I had ADHD. I took the Adderall or whatever before. Maybe this will help me like get back on track. You know. Yeah. It'll help me out, and I took it for like a month or like two months. And every day my brain would just be fried because it'd be going at a thousand miles an hour and I'd be hyper-focused on everything. And like, if, if I asked someone a question and they didn't answer immediately, I'm like, what's the holdup? Like, go, 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 go. So, you know, like when someone just is like a Coke head and they're just like overly aggressive. Yeah. That's what I felt like. And also like at the end of the day, I felt like my brain was just like, overclock like i was just at top speed for hours yeah so, and i'm like this ain't for me man yeah i was this on, is not helping me i was on like adderall or ritalin or whatever for i don't know i, I think i got it i don't know it was maybe seven or eight ten years ago or whatever probably eight years ago maybe seven i'm not quite sure but anyway i was on that stuff and they're like oh yeah well we're gonna put you on on this dosage and like one of someone that recommended it to me like saw my dosage and they're like dude that is fucking double my dosage and i went to the same doctors like you and they're like you must have it fucking bad or whatever you know i was like all right whatever and i took it and like it didn't really do a fucking thing for me i was like yeah i just kind of feel the same you know i'm not more focused i'm not more strung out like maybe i needed a higher dosage but it didn't really do anything for me so i just i quit damn taking it Dude, I felt like I just took a hit of meth. Yeah. But let me tell you what, my notes well, during it, that it, time, it is meth, fucking though. beautiful. It is meth. It's a type of amphetamine, so. Oh yeah. Well, like it is. So, it is a so much. It, it kind of makes more... me like uh, curious because usually, so athletes and and like even students and stuff, will, they'll take Adderall to like boost their performance because if they don't have ADHD, like it's all it's gonna do is they're going to work a thousand miles an hour and it's going to increase their focus in this and that. 
with uh, if you do have ADHD, it's supposed to like calm you down and and bring you back, yeah. back down to normal. So yeah, that's kind of what I was hoping for when I started it. It was like, oh, it'll do what it did for me as a child, kind of just chill me out, let me stand still for a little while. Yeah. Absolutely not. I was like, zoom. Yeah. And I also wouldn't eat like the entire day. Oh, like, yeah. even if I wanted to. Yep. Yep. I'm just like, man, I just do not want to yep. eat this I, at I all. I do remember the appetite suppression, that's for sure. You know, it, it, it's interesting because I, I don't know if like it didn't work for me because like I'm so in tune with my body and like what's going on and like the feelings that like i i know it's wrong like if i have too much sugar so and then i have great like mechanisms to fix my my hand twitching and my moving around all the time and my brain moving like a million miles an hour like i figured out on my own like how to deal with that stuff and like i tried it just to be like well maybe i won't have to try so hard to like do some of these things like with anxiety and all this type of stuff that I'm going through. You yeah. Know, just the same fi- thought. You know, just to find out that, you know, like me naturally suppressing it was better than like the drug itself, you know, cause I've already, I've worked my whole life, you know, maybe 25 years on suppressing it and figuring it out on my own. That, that was actually better than the medication they gave me, you know? Yeah. It really puts into perspective the uses of a medication like that it's like it can maybe show you the door maybe hold your hand a little bit but ultimately you're the one who has to learn how to deal with it because you like i guess you can try but you can't be on it forever yeah like do you see yourself being like 45 years old still taking that shit yeah exactly well you know i think it is good probably for like young kids and stuff like that oh yeah like someone that really hasn't figured out like how their body's going to work, you know, like they haven't figured anything out yet. They don't know how to cope with their own emotion. Not. A, and, and then you try to give them like this, you know, try to figure out their life on like how to be less twitchy and how to think more slow and all this stuff, you know? So I think for like, like teenagers and stuff, it's probably good because it helps them kind of figure out a way to deal with this stuff naturally oh yeah you know it might give them a little bit of boost to like help them out you know but as an yeah, adult as, you know i don't know yeah as an adult it's like you're just kind of put putting off what you should be learning like you're you're using it as a crutch at some point yeah and you should be trying to just like you have the tools to figure out what you're doing wrong you have the the experience to know like maybe this isn't the best way to do things yeah for sure and if you can't do that and you're like oh i'm depressed and that's like a whole different that's a whole different medication group oh yeah depression is definitely a different medication group for sure uh, but yeah it's just uh like i've seen it firsthand how much it can help a a young person yeah, one of the people in my family, super hyper, like all the time. And once they got into like I don't know what grade, I have no idea, but started using it and got like started getting all A's and uh like saw him over the holidays and he was like super chill, but also like 
very like with the conversation and everything like was actually with the adult conversations and everything like that and i was i was very impressed by how much he has improved his like focusing skills that's good man i think in part it was due to the medication he was getting sure he was able to like hang out with people and like live his life more fully it seemed for sure man I, i'm sure it does help you know i'm sure it does help people you know I, i'm not i'm not saying it doesn't for sure you know and oh like, yeah and like i think it's something you know like if if i don't think it's something that you should feel shame for trying though like if you're you know if you do have like that adhd and you're you know a million miles an hour all the time it's like maybe you should try it out you know maybe it'll help you focus and and bring things down to a little bit of reality so you could work on yourself you know yeah yeah and i will say as a disclaimer like a lot of people will say that it is meth it's meth or whatever but it's medicated meth it it's an amphetamine that was tested for decades yeah and has a lot of research behind it so like if you think like oh i'm not going to go take meth or i'm not going to put my son on meth it's it's not meth. Yeah, it, it is an amphetamine, which is these, similar. Yeah, these pharmaceutical it, companies are not in the bathtub cooking this shit up from Sudafed. Yeah, they're not in the middle of New Mexico making the shit in a fucking Winnebago. Yeah, there is a lot that goes into it, and a lot of thought, and a lot of like barriers they put within the drug that make it useful to certain people. Yeah, you know, it's crazy, man. It's crazy what, like, some of these pharmaceutical companies do, man. Like, they have, like, 24-hour and 12-hour, like, release capsules, you know? That, Dude, like, yeah. It's like, that's fucking Ugh. nuts, man. It's like, how? Like, how are you able to do this? You're able to make it. So I take a pill, and it, like, slowly releases, like, throughout the whole day. It's like, this is fucking nuts. Oh, yeah, dude. I tried the extended release first. Uh-huh. Like, similar to you, my doctor, the first one I went to, because I went to a different one, because I was not impressed with his work. Yeah. He was, like, a few years older than me, so I was kind of like the first time I was like, what the fuck does this guy know? He's, like, as old as me. He's, like, maybe a few years older, and he yeah. just looks like some college kid in a lab coat. <laughs> he probably was. It's like, your <laughs> first assignment? He was, like, given this guy... This kid, his first ADHD medication, diagnosed Yeah, and he that. hit me with, like, high milligram extended release, and I took that shit, and I was like, oh, my God, like, this is fucking way too much for me. Like, can I get something smaller? And got that with my doctor, or with my new, new doctor. Yeah. And it worked a lot better. But as as I said, like I still was like, ah, maybe I don't need this. Yeah, I worked. Uh, but I was still surprised yeah. that he was like, boom, extended yeah, was... release, fifty milligram, which I found out uh, talking about it to some friends. Like, uh, like that's the more valuable version if you were like a degenerate who sells their medications. Oh, really? Which I would never do. Yeah, but. Extended release is like that one that druggies really get off on. Oh, really? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. 
because it's like it's fucking hefty yeah like that extended release if you uh, can take it like a different way than prescribed you can just get all of it at once hmm. by i don't even know how yeah like know. opening up the capsule or whatever but i don't know either i opted like, you want for that the... all at once yeah. fuck no i opted for the instant relief there i was like eh, you know i i won't do the 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 capsule like the extended relief i'll i'll, I'll manage my own on that front yeah yeah. I got one of those tablets and shit, and I still cut them in half and everything. Oh yeah, I was like, this is still too much. Yeah, and now it, and after that, I was like, yeah, I don't really need this. This is way too much, too much pressure on my brain. It's crazy, man. You know, I I think too, some of it is just like I think, like my generation, like starting out, and your generation. And then the generations coming after you, we were just brought up a lot differently than like the generations before us. You know, we, we did have screen time. Granted, like mine was very limited. It wasn't as uh, pronounced as it, as, it, as it is now. So like, it's, it's just a different type of generation, like doing different things like they are used to a more fast-paced world with fast-paced video games and fast-paced animation with anime and everything like so i like maybe their brain just gets adapted to like this fast-paced like life you know because everything's fast-paced yeah you know everything's twitchy like everything is everything you see on your screen it's not slow motion like especially with like anime and video games like it's fast it's very reactionary and it's right now Oh yeah, you know video games too, like multiplayer. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The comeuppance of multiplayer, where you're playing against other people who are just as fast, if not faster than you. Yeah, so it's like it's this instant reaction type. So like maybe it's just like you know maybe it's not ADHD or or whatever, but like we're just growing up in a different time of where like our brains are thinking differently. We're thinking more of a fast paced type of scenario because that's what oh, we're yeah, kind of growing totally up on. That. You know. You know, which is fine, yeah. you know, and like we're, we'll we'll have to like figure out how to use that in real life, you know. Yeah, but I totally see that because obviously as you're going through school, like all that, those systems were designed by people much older than you. And you may at some point be like, this shit's slow. This society's slow and like the way we learn is too slow and like you can look this shit up on your computer and become an expert yeah, exactly with Figure it out. Like, it's like a few videos and stuff youtube anomics man fucking i don't know how colleges are Dude, still yeah. around you know it's like oh you want me to be a coder well i'll take like 30 classes on youtube practice this shit and all of a sudden i'm a, I'm a coder without going to college you know hell yeah dude that's how i got my job yeah dude like you can learn fucking like, anything yeah, on YouTube. for sure like they ask me what my skills are and they're like, do you know these things? And, and I'm like, well, I know the theory of it and I can easily find out the answer. You give me about 30 minutes and I'll oh, know nice. about it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I think they were actually like, hell yeah, because we could give you pretty much anything and you know how to like get the info. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know? it's, it's weird though, man. Cause like you could, borderline become an expert in anything just from watching youtube videos yeah and just trying things out it like like 
I, I've fixed my car more times than I ever would have without YouTube. And it's really awesome because you get to, you watch people kind of fix the same thing you're doing. You kind of get to diagnose your problem from other videos that aren't your problem, but might've thought it was your problem or whatever. And like now all of a sudden you're like, I know how to work on my car through like multiple years of watching YouTube videos on how to work on different types of cars and different sounds and different, uh, like progressions of how, like, you know, try this first and then this and then that, you know, it's like, yeah, it's fucking YouTube's amazing, man. Hell yeah. And pro tip, like if you ever do something that's considered like that could be, that could attribute to your like dream job or what, what have you like document that shit because I know a lot of people out there are firm believers in like, yeah, your degree is great. Like, that's cool. But what have you done? Yeah. And that really comes into play in like programming or like art related stuff. Like you can have the best fucking degree from Oxford or some art college, but like, let me see your portfolio. Yeah. I need to see what you've done on your own without any help and I want to see like the initiatives you've taken to to feel like you deserve to be here and stuff and like it, to me if I ever owned a business I'm going to be just the same like I don't give a shit about your degree show me what you've made yourself whether it's like uh, a website or a song or like this car you built if I was like a mechanic or something because like you said like you can become an expert and then if I want to hire you I can let you know like these are the things that I'm going to have you do Yeah. You, I want you to like really look into it as much as you can before day one and like the rest of the time like learn as you go yeah, for sure. Kind of thing. Well, and I know like, some yeah. jobs don't work that way, but yeah. like a doctor, obviously. But yeah. Well, it's interesting. It's like, like just I, yeah. show me what you've done. Like, I'm going into management. Like, I am 100% ready going into management for a huge corporation. And I have no degree. All I have is my background of owning a business. And they, they see that I'm just like a natural born leader because that's, that's how I am. That's how I've always operated. Like, pretty much in every aspect of my life. I've always been a leader. Like growing up, I was the oldest. So guess who had to lead, you know? And then like yeah. owning your own business and like learning about finances and profit and loss and like just simple things that, you know, you can learn some of this stuff in a, like at a college. Of course you can. Of course you can learn all the book smart stuff you you could think of at a college with a business degree. But there's some things you can't learn at college, which is like running a business, the struggles of running a business, the yeah, like how communication, are, communication. How are you going to put food on your table running this business? Like your degree is not going to put food on the table. You actually have to fucking work hard for it. You know, like that oh, yeah, college degree sure. is not going to automatically give you filet like filet. Fuck, I can't even say this word. Filet mignon. You know. Yeah. Like you actually have to work for something and a lot of people 
just think they get a college degree and all of a sudden they're successful. You know, so like I'm going into a management position or applying for management positions and I don't have a degree, but like the way they see it, I have just enough of, of a degree just because of my background experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm all I'm with people who have bachelor's and master's degrees in like computer science or uh, just whatever, any kind of technical thing. And I make just as much as them. Yeah. All I, I showed them was some web design stuff and like I tried my best to communicate and seem like a cool understanding person and that's what got me there. Yeah. You know, I think I just saw this thing. It was this video of Warren Buffett talking about how if you increase your likability and communication skills you can increase the value of your employment by 50% yeah. just by lack of a better term, being cool to hang out with. Yeah. Not being annoying. Yeah. Basically. And I feel like that's one of my stronger points is um, just the way I communicate with my teammates and, and other people like that. I try and be like considerate and thoughtful but also crack a joke or just be generally a positive influence on everybody yeah which is good which is what a lot of computer science majors very much struggle with oh i'm sure i did take a few more than a few courses in college and that's my greatest complaint of of those people like they were all very smart and very knowledgeable but like when you just watch me type and you're like you know you could uh get there a lot faster if you just control alt v shift like in a super condescending way like yeah. that makes me you could be smart as shit but why would i want to be around your annoying ass yeah well it's all <laughs> about it's it's about opportunities man and how are you going to, like, my management type of style is, like, how are you going to take a, like, like, there's no such thing as failures. It's, it's the only opportunities. Like, you may have messed up, but how are you going to turn that into opportunity to make yourself better? Oh, yeah. yeah. And you could, you could be a manager without being a dick. You just have to find ways to figure out how people, how people work, you know, like. Someone could mess up like totally big, but instead of like grilling their ass, like show them how to do it the right way. Like figure out a way to have them learn from this experience so they don't make that mistake anymore. And they're better at their job because you took the time to let them know like, hey, this is the right way of doing things. These are the procedures. Like if you have something going on, you need to call me or this or that. Like, like these are the steps you need to take. Like if you're in this type of situation and teach them like. Like management is about teaching people. It's, it's, yes, it is, I guess, in a form of babysitting. As some people say, it's like, oh, I'm just babysitting a bunch of people. But it's, it's about like getting these people to be more efficient at their jobs. And how are you going to do that? Like take these mistakes and turn them into like these opportunities that you're now all of a sudden you have these people that have made these mistakes and now they're better at their jobs and they could teach other people oh, yeah. when they're training to not make those mistakes. 
And now all of a sudden you have like a, a crew of people that have learned from something, you know, it's like, it's for sure teachable moments, you know, in a sense, you're, yeah. you're a little bit of a teacher, you're a mentor, you're a leader, you're not there to cut people down and this and that you're there to like take these moments because everyone's going to make fucking mistakes all the time. I make I make mistakes, you know, it's just, it's how you approach it and, and figure out a way to make those mistakes into like more pro- productivity and and oh, yeah. make people better at their jobs because if people are good at their jobs and they know it and they're making money doing it and they're getting the extra hours that's that's a morale boost like they they like themselves because they're good at something you know yeah i saw the or uh, i don't know who said it but it was some executive business type who was worked in finance and he was talking about how one of his uh minions was made a financial mistake by the way i fucking hate that term but keep going which term minions minions oh yeah yeah i don't use that term in the workplace for sure but I, I couldn't remember the words. So I just went with yeah. minions. Well, it's just but, like uh, one of like, sorry to interrupt. I, I definitely want you to get to this point. One of my other managers and trainings that's like a few months, maybe like six months behind me. Like we were in a meeting together with my personal manager and she was like trying to get stuff to do. This was a few months ago. Stuff for us to do to, to like improve our management stuff. And like it was more for him not so much for me, but she wanted me to kind of like mentor him on how to be a better leader and a manager and stuff like that. So like to get his progression going and stuff. And he's like, well, I'll just, uh, I'll just take some of my minions and, uh, you know, have them do this. And I was like, well, for one, they're not your minions, you know, these are are people you (laughs) work with, you know, and you just can't refer them as somebody lesser than you because that type of attitude is going to get you nowhere except for fired. Yeah, like you sound like an asshole, and yep. I don't think anyone appreciates being called a minion. Yep. But back to your point. Oh yeah, uh, this one guy made a bad financial decision. It was like a hedge fund or something like that. Lost out on millions of dollars, and the guy felt horrible about it, and. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Felt horrible about it and thought he was going to get fired and like went up to the boss and the boss found out pretty much and then uh, he was like waiting to get fired and eventually asked like, are you are you going to fire me? He was like, no, why would I, why would I fire you? And it's like, because I lost, I lost us like millions of dollars and uh, the boss, the guy he was speaking was like, well, you may have made that mistake, but now that you've done that, you have millions of dollars worth of education. Yeah. Like not a lot of people know, have that experience of losing a million dollars. So if you're smart about it, you're never, you're never going to do it again. You're going to be on that shit because obviously like you were like, this guy was really, distraught about the thing that he accidentally did and one it was an accident but two it's like you need to turn those mistakes in into experience you know and a good leader 
knows when, like, well, you learned. You won't do that again in, like, an actual issue that is fireable. Yeah. It's just, like... Like, you... Like, failure is not a bad thing. I know that's cliche to to think, but it's really true. You really got to fail, man. Like, like some people, they don't know what failure is like. But I I think failure is is a wonderful thing, man, because failing and then knowing that you failed and being able to pick yourself up from that failure, that is, uh, for one, a morale booster that you, you can't replicate. And for two... The, the knowledge you gain from picking yourself back up from a failure like that is more valuable than any lesson taught in school. Oh, yeah. In my like, opinion. Uh, oh, yeah, I agree. Oh, fuck. I'm losing my concentration for some reason. because you've had that, uh, that seltzer. Yeah, I think so. I've had two white claws. I'm all drunk. Drunk with power. Power. I don't know, man. Like it it is definitely interesting, man. Just like the 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 philosophy that goes behind like running a business and building a good team and having to get people to eventually understand like why you're doing it and like the why and, and that's I don't know. I, I'm like the type of person that I want people to be kind of in the loop of like why I'm doing these things. You know, like why do I care so much about this? Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Because I, I feel like if people are in the loop. It goes loop, back to just being a good communicator too. Yeah, exactly. Like if people are in the loop and they know why you give a shit about this specific job function that you're doing like they'll understand more of why their job is valuable of why i like why i care so much that you do your job as well as you're gonna do it you know like i like to fill people in i like to give people like reason why they're doing it you know like that's like that's kind of my personality type and my management style is like i like people to know why it's so important to me of course, I'm mm-hmm. making money. Of course, everyone here is making money, and that's that's what's important. But the important thing is knowing why your certain job title and your the specific thing you're doing makes sense. You know, people if people are just going to buy, just like oh, I'm just doing it for no fucking reason. But if you give them reason, they'll probably do their job better. I mean, that's not oh, always yeah. the case, but. That's oh yeah, it is better to know like precisely what you're doing and how yeah. you're helping. Yeah. You're not just doing a job. Yeah, because there's a lot of people that think it's like, oh I'm just doing this mundane thing that doesn't fucking mean a damn thing anywhere. It's like, no, dude, actually your job is part of the backbone of what we're doing right now. Like without yeah. you, this is You wouldn't this thing be here run. if we didn't need you. You know, this thing doesn't run without you. You know, yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't have a job if you weren't here for a reason. I don't know. Maybe I'm unless too... you're some kind of sugar baby accountant. Yeah, that just know. has some shell job. I I guess I could be too sympathetic and empathetic or whatever, but like I just I don't know. 
Yeah, that's important. Yeah. It's good to be empathetic. Helps you sleep at night. For sure. Especially when you're not a sociopath. Yeah. For sure, man. I don't know. It's uh, it, it's interesting, man. Especially like working for, because I worked, you know, I worked for myself for so many years. And then coming to a corporation and then kind of like going up through the ranks of this corporation. It's a, uh, it's interesting, man. Like how there are some people that just don't get it. Like that just do not understand like basic work function of like how things work, not necessarily within the company, but just how things work in general of like, you have to, like they don't know how to work, you know, like they, yeah, they have no experience in like how to not be annoying at the workplace. Yeah. I, just in the yeah. way you work or your communication skills. Yeah. It's like everything or they, they just don't grasp, grasp like how working actually works. You know, it's like, I'm here to make money. So what else do I do? You know, it's like you have to be on telling them what to do like every 10 or 20 minutes all right this is what you do next and like every single day you could tell them or tell her the same thing every single day for six months and you're but they have to be told to do it if you don't tell them to do it they're not going to do it you know so it's yeah. like they won't just go out and do it it's like all right well i've done this every single day for the last six months exactly like this because this is how i've been told to do it it hasn't changed but if you don't tell them to do it they're not going to do it like some people just need to be i hate that told what to do every single aspect of their career you know and they're they're going to be the ones that are always going to be half to told like they'll never move up and, and it's it's interesting because i just i can't grasp the the feeling of not always like trying to do better uh, uh trying to get it down of like all right so this is what i do all right so i'm gonna do this and i've been told to do this for six months so i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and then after i do all those things well i i guess i'll ask what what i should do next you know like i'm a pretty self-managed person and it's hard for me to see people that just have no self-management at all that have to always yeah. be told what to do at every single aspect, you know, and it can be the simplest thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have this one new guy on our team who like, I get being new, like you obviously don't know certain, some things, but there are other things like using the, the ticket software. It's the backbone of the whole operation Yeah, is when people need stuff done, you open a ticket and it shows the stuff yeah. of what to do and like dates and relevant information and everything. And like, you're pretty you much tell them where it, to go you, you on that putting, ticket. You're putting in a work order. Exactly. Exactly that. And like we tell everyone like at the start of the job is learn how to navigate this like just kind of click around it's not super hard or anything like that i swear to god every time 
This guy goes into Salesforce, is what we use. He he doesn't know where to go. He I get asking questions, mm -hmm. but it never sticks into his brain. And he always says like really negative things like, oh, this is way too this is overly complicated. It shouldn't be this hard and everything like that. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my god, dude. Well, maybe like, not grow but... up. Maybe not, but this is how we do it here. So you have to get used to it because it's not going to change because you think it's too complicated. Yeah, and you that's know. basically what we say is like, yeah, it sucks, but that's the job. It's like I, I work It's like for, you've been here for like yeah. six months now, dude. You got to start getting this. It's, you have to start retaining. Like I ask a million questions when I first start a job. Yep. Because I don't want to do things badly yep. the first time. Like some people, like failing is one thing, but I don't want to like forget a part of my job. So I will ask a lot of questions, but afterwards I'm almost too independent. Like a lot of people communicate in chat like, oh, I'm taking this, I'll take this. If something comes in, I'm already on it. Yeah. And, like, sometimes they're like, oh, maybe you should, like, let me know. But it's like, well, this is my job, so I'm going to, like, this is the stuff that I usually do, so I'm just going to take it right away. Yeah. Keep, keep myself busy. And stuff busy. like that. <laughs> yeah, and I try not to ask questions about things that I already asked about. But this yeah. new guy, he's always asking the same questions. Yeah. And That's I get tough, it. Man. It can be complicated, but come on, man. Yeah, it's like tough, click man. around if if you like, have something. Yeah, dabble, man, dabble like in the software, figure it out. Yeah, you're not gonna break anything. Yeah. Too bad if you just like just kind of explore. I mean, you're not gonna post any like, pics, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna accidentally delete anything, knowing yeah. our company like it probably has a thousand permissions behind it and yeah. says you do not have authorization to do this. Yep. Yeah. I don't know, like, maybe it's just the initiative, you know, the initiative to figure it out. And, yeah. and maybe that's because, like, if there's a problem at my work, well, I figure it out. And as a last resort, I'll ask someone that knows better than I do. And usually if I ask my direct manager, they don't know. They're like, well, I guess we'll ask somebody that's higher up than us. You know, yeah, like, you know, you just ask around you dibble dabble and you get in the programs you know like there's there's stuff at my job that i am basically the only one that's mastered this computer program that they have and every it, it's like a foreign language to everybody and they're like how did you get so good at this it's like i played around with it i I, yeah, that's always the answer too. You know, I, played I just around, uh, played around with it. But like, that's the only way you're gonna learn something is like figure out like what happens if you do something. Like figure out how to edit some of this stuff. And yeah, I just played around with it. Like I I came in, I had extra ten minutes, so before I like started stuff up, I played around with it. You know. Yep. And I've been doing that for the last few years. So that, that's why I'm the master. And that's that's why I get to give you my knowledge, you know. 
Like, yeah, and if like right that now, doesn't work, like yeah. take notes. Like right now, take a picture uh, with your phone. It's so crazy, and I never like other comp like other um, parts of my company from around like our region. They call my manager to talk to me to figure out how to work this program. They're like, Ugh. all right, we need your guys's help. Like your your guys's help. Like, and then it's always like, can we talk to your lead because we know he knows this shit. And it's like, yep, yeah, it's like a fifteen year old program that I have dabbled around. Well, I don't know if it's fifteen years old, but it seems archaic, but. It's like, yeah, I've dabbled around and I've figured it out and I've mastered it. So now all these regions, they call my manager to talk to me so they could figure that shit out. It's like, uh, <clears throat> you know. You should call a Zoom meeting. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I, <laughs> I, I know. That'd be too long because. Well, I've actually Just traveled so to like. Knows. Like, I've traveled to like other stations to teach them how to do shit. It's like, man, this this is shit that like you should know. Like, this is basic shit that we got going on. Like, obviously, my job is a little bit more than like my my title of my job, you know. But it's like, man, oh, yeah. like if if you're doing this type of setup and figuring that and like and doing this, like you should know why you're doing it and how to do it properly. Like, what you're doing right now is not the way you're supposed to be doing this. Like, for one. It, read the manual because this is what it says do you know yeah like <laughs> a lot of things that people do or the thing that a lot of people do is like they see the help option or like the search feature yeah. and yeah. they they just think it's like bloatware or something it's <laughs> like you know you could actually type in there and it will tell you what you can do yeah i know it's crazy that the help option actually helps you but it's not your windows help bar like it's one piece of software you can learn something from it if you just use the or we have a lot of pdfs too like mm -hmm. go through the pdf it's like two pages long we made yep. it ourselves to make it easier on you guys yep. look through like, the job just aid, look man. at it we made this job aid super Dude, simple just so we could I want to put yep. it on a t-shirt. Yep. Check the job aid or check yep. the one note. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And that, like half the time like when people call me I was like, "All right, well do you have your job aid next to you?" They're like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, you see, I don't know, for like page 3A. Yeah. Read it. Yeah, okay. read it. Okay. It's like exactly okay. what they're needing. All right, that makes a little bit more sense. So what you're telling me right now is you didn't read the fucking job aid and you're calling me to tell you to read the fucking job aid. All right. Yeah. Read the fucking <laughs> job aid. <laughs> you know? For real, dude. It's like I have managers from all these fucking different comp like different areas of my company like calling me just so I could tell them to read the fucking job aid. <laughs> yep. After a while, I was just... Like, if I had a question, I was like, I don't know if this is on the job aid or whatever, because it's like a thousand pages. Yeah. But, like, that's what I started out as, is asking, where's, is there a job aid for this particular thing? Yeah. If there is, like, thanks, bro. Yep. See you soon. Yep. Uh, and yeah. If there's and, not, and, then it is a valid question. And and that is what is, what is cool about 
working with a big corporation is they usually have a job aid for every aspect of their company. Yeah, pretty much every single one. I mean, that, anything that comes up day yep. to day. There are some workarounds and there's some stuff you have to figure out on your own that the job aid doesn't really, but that's like more like advanced into it. You know, like that's when you're, you're doing advanced shit right now. You're doing like engineer le- level shit, like on that stuff, which I do. Like my engineer is always like, man, you know a lot about this. I don't know why I'm talking about it. Cause you already set it up. I was like, well, yeah, I've, but anyway, um, but big corporations, they have a job aid for fucking everything. And there's a reason they have a job aid for fucking everything is because just because like the vast majority of these people do not need that job aid. There is a small proportion that does need the job aid and it is very helpful, helpful for, you know, tell you it's like, dude. And, and that's what I do appreciate about working for a corporation is because if someone has a question, you're like, well, did you read the job aid? No. Do you know where to find the job aid? No. Well, I'll give you a link to the job aid. After you read the yeah, job aid, see where it goes there. Yep, <laughs> figure it out. All right. And then, then call me if you don't understand after reading the job aid. Yep. Oh. Uh-huh. Also, another pro tip for uh, employment is if you want to be the cool guy and get on someone's good side, fucking make those shits every chance you get. If yeah. you're the guy who makes job aids, yeah. You're the coolest dude ever. Yeah. At least where I work. Yeah, I've made a couple in my job. They're not official. Yeah, it it helps immensely and it looks good on yeah. looks good to your managers. Yeah, oh for sure. I made a couple. They're obviously they're not company binding job aids, but they're they're Yeah, it's like yeah. a post it. They're yeah, a laminated it, it thing a cheat on the wall. To the job aid that I read. This is what applies to this like this station this is what this kid that does this you know particular job yeah so this applies to you it doesn't apply to the whole company this is a cheat sheet of what i've read this is pretty much all you need to know yeah yeah those are lifesavers man they are doing god's work yep i've made a few in my day yeah it's a i don't know man sometimes people bitch about corporate life which, you know, hey, you should because corporate life sucks a lot of the time. But a lot of the time, you know, it's just you get into it and you think about it and it's, it's really not that bad. You know, like you get to work, yeah, a, is, is you get to work a challenging honest. job that gets to gets you thinking a little bit sometimes, you know. At least I do. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's also, oh, well, like what you were just saying, it, it, there's a lot of systems that work a lot better. Whereas like a mom and pop operation might, like this one job was done by one dude for five years. Yep. He just straight up left. And now all that knowledge is just gone. And you, they bring you in there and they're, they're just like, figure it out. Because I don't know. Yep, pretty much. Which happens with a lot of software and like various sites that we have to use. Like some guy will be there for like 10 years, not write a single note down and just be like, see ya. Yeah. And then like a few contractors come in to replace him and they don't know what the fuck's going on. 
So now they have to go through all that and just makes their life hell, let me tell you. Makes my life hell. Oh, for sure. When people don't make their fucking notes or add notes to a ticket, that's another thing. Oh, yeah. Well, it's even like Mary, ma'am. Mary, she adds notes to every single one of her clients about the haircut they had, like the angles and this and that, like what's like what Is they Is that want. how she always remembers? Yeah, well, she makes <laughs> notes. And, yeah, exactly, pretty much. Because I always walk in and she's like, same as last time? And I'm yeah. like, you remembered. Yeah. So, she, like, yes, she please. makes notes and, like, obviously, like, she knows you. So, like, maybe, like, she didn't need to make notes. But, like, she takes notes. She's like, oh, this person had this and that and this type of cut. And they wanted this short, you know. It's all about the notes. That way, if, like, oh, she yeah. ever, like, needed to give her clients to somebody else, like, her, the person that's doing the haircut for whatever, they have detailed notes on this person yeah you could say that store the ability to store knowledge is one of humans best qualities yeah and what makes them the most powerful oh for sure they can pass on knowledge quickly to younger generations and stuff absolutely man i agree with that like 100 percent, man that's what separates us from the apes you know yeah it's just like the ability to like to and to comprehend the knowledge too like of course, like an ape can make a tool to bash a coconut or whatever, but do they understand like exactly why they're making that tool, how they made the and tool, and why it works, and why it works? Yeah, yeah. If humans were just left to like figure everything out by themselves, like we'd be nowhere. Yeah, it's all about what other people have done and yeah. have written down and/or most recently recorded. Yeah that we can do the things that we do so literally anything i think i read this study somewhere and obviously like our listeners could definitely correct me if i'm wrong but i i think i read this like what really separates us from like an ape even like an ape that could speak sign language and knows how to speak sign language i think one of the only things like an ape has never done is ask why like, yeah, ask a question. Ask of a any question kind, of really. why. Like, why do we speak in sign language? You know, so I think like... Oh, yeah. And uh, definitely correct me if I'm wrong, you know, like for sure. But I think like that is like the biggest thing is the the asking of why. Like we, like you mentioned like 20 seconds ago. Yeah, how, like it works, but how does it work? Exactly, man. Why does Big Rock crush head when Twig does not? Yep. yep. That just opens up a whole new chasm of other questions that you can... What is the word? Attack. Yeah. You know, and it's... like, meditate on. Like, what if, like, like, a lot of, like, our ancestors and apes that we have right now, like, were able to ask those why questions. Can you imagine how different our whole society would be if apes evolved into, like, a higher species that we are right now? Like, just the different types of species. I mean, like, I don't know how much, like, ape and monkey species there there are, but, like, can you imagine if they were just almost borderline just as smart as we are? You know, being able to ask those questions? Yeah. Dude, that'd be fucking nuts. I- I do know that you obviously know Neanderthals. Yeah. 
um, one of the reason, one of the hotly debated reasons of why they failed, as opposed to Homo sapiens, because at one point there were Neanderthals on Earth with Homo sapiens, yeah, oh, like yeah, yeah. sharing the same forest. Well, they they think Neanderthals and Homo sapiens like actually bred together too. Yeah, that too, which that's a whole other thing. But one of the reasons they said they failed was because Neanderthals were much more, uh, uh, what's the word, lonely pretty much. Like they they didn't work together as well. They uh, didn't work with each other. They didn't make they townships. More, uh, they were more of a solitary species. There we go, solitary. They were much more solitary species, and that's really what what drove them down to become extinct. Whether it was killed by Homo sapiens or just they were very uh, like with, had sex with us within their family. It's kind of like uh, the the Crudes. Is 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 that the show where they like oh, they that movie the movie where they never wanted to leave the rock because it was scary outside, so it was just like this family. But there yeah, was like, and they meet uh, the much thinner, smarter family. Exactly the the Homo sapiens. Yeah, right. Is, yeah, is, exactly is that like show? that. Yeah, the Crudes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. About the family and stuff, yeah. and they're like these really short, stocky people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like they finally like build up the courage to actually leave their little their little cave with the rock, and it's not so scary outside anymore. Oh, yeah. And they were better for it. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, it would be crazy, but uh, at one point we actually did have that where there were kind of an ape-like species among us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And even the small uh, quality that we had was made all the difference. Yeah, it's so interesting. Which is what we were talking about is just like writing stuff down, communicating talking to each other, telling stories. That's like the original, like, hand-me-down was mm -hmm. the ability to show you things. Like, my dad can show me how to hunt, and by the time I'm 10, I know all of his secrets. Yep. Now I can go and build on his expertise. And, make and it, it just better. keeps building and building. Yeah, and all those skills just keep getting better. Like, you see it with the Olympics or any sport. Like, the people who played professional grade ball of any kind in, like, the 19, shit, the 1960s. You give it the 1990s, Like, they could get their dude. ass beat by a fucking high school team today. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, the athletes that are producing right now is just fucking insane. Yeah, and it's just that all that expertise and, of course, genetics, too. Yeah. Like, you have two professional football players or, like... Your dad's a professional football player. Your mom's yep. a professional basketball player. Like you're gonna be, yeah, just Dude, miles ahead. It's like fucking like there's linemen born. that weigh like 350 pounds that run just as fast as wide receivers did in the 90s. Yeah, that's fucking you know crazy. It's like, dude, these linemen they're 350 pounds. They're the most athletic. They're fucking athletic freaks, just like the rest of these football players. But it's like. Can you imagine a 350 pound person running like a like a a 540 like 40 yard dash in 5 seconds you're like fuck that 
<laughs> you know? It's like a goddamn freight train. Yeah, dude. It's like, holy shit. These guys are athletic as fuck. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny to think about how much they improve. Like, like I in high school, I had some linemen that I was like, you could play college like right now and you're a yeah. sophomore. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's dude. like both parents were college athletes and everything. Like Just fucking gigantic fucking athletic took every. Yeah, it took every bit of their athleticism and their, uh, like, in knowledge about that and fucking just pressed it right on you. Like, you're a fucking, you're a diamond of athleticism. Yeah, it's nuts, man. It is so nuts, man. Just, like, the agility and the strength and the speed that... Same thing with intelligence, too. Yeah, like, that, that, too. Yeah. People oh, these sure. days, like kids even though they have adhd and they can't look up from their phones they totally have or like by the time they're your parents their parents age or whatever probably will have way more knowledge about pretty much everything than you did well yeah i mean like my parents were born in the 60s and i'm i still get flabbergasted about the things that they just didn't know or weren't curious about yep and it's like, you know, Clorox around your vegetables could, like, harm you, right? Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. Well, it's just like... Mom, you were tra- come just, on. Just like what you were talking about, like, a couple minutes ago. It's like the athletes from the 60s to, like, now. I mean, you look at the, like, football players in the 60s. Like, they were... They were, they were called, like, just dumb giants. You know, dumb... Yeah. Athletic people. You can't call football players dumb anymore. I mean, there are some dumb ones. Dude, hell no. But most of them, like, have fucking amazing college degrees. Some of them are, like, going back to school in the offseason for their doctorates. It's like, these guys are smart motherfuckers, man. Like, not only are they, like, athletically gifted beyond belief, they're smart, too. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, to get to that professional level, like, you got to be able to, like, see what your weaknesses are and attack those and know how, have better knowledge about how your body works. Oh, for sure, man. They have to, and like their nutrition and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yep. Or they're like, nah, I ain't eating tomatoes. It has, Too much has di- extra yep. half the migraine in it. Yep. Can't have that. I'll be like 0.6 seconds slower if I do that. Like people in the 60s weren't thinking about that shit. They were just like, I lift weight. I lift weight, drink beer, smoke cigarette. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That was another thing. Cigarettes too. No one gave a gave a shit about cigarettes. Yeah. Because they just didn't know or didn't care about the effects of it. Science, man. It's all about that science. Hell yeah. We don't need any non-science people. Nope. Running the country or educating people. No, man. It's all about the science, man. That's for sure. Yeah, you could be better at anything with a bit of extra science in there. Oh, yeah, man. Science makes this world go round. You know, you didn't get those uh, that broccoli just from a farmer. Some science went into that shit. Oh, dude, yeah. You know? GMOs. Exactly, man. 
I don't think you can have a meal without ingesting some GMO vegetables. Like no. any banana you've eaten has been made a thousand times better yeah. due to science and people's understanding of uh, agriculture. Well, yeah, like I think it's funny that like some of this stuff says non-GMO. It's like you know you were uh, by breeding one seed with another seed, you were genetically modifying that, so now it's a GMO. You know, yeah, and it's you it's are, not like they were like in a your lab. Exactly, you're selective breeding these two types of bananas, even though there's only like one type of banana, so it's a bad example. But no, there's many types of bananas. Well, like, I believe the original banana flavor was is now an extinct banana. Oh, it is. That's it why is. banana yeah. flavor doesn't taste like bananas. Yeah, for sure. But bananas are so prone to disease, like the. The one yellow banana, there's only like one type of one, like of that banana. So like if it oh, ever, yeah, it's the sole banana. If it ever gets diseased, like pretty much bananas will go extinct because they, you know, they can't make it. Yeah, they'll, they'll all die and yep. get infected and you don't want that shit. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, like people like in these, like these farmers, they genetically modify through crossbreeding. You know, to build the healthiest, biggest potato or whatever, you know, and sometimes it's for the good and sometimes for the bad, but you're, you know, you're still selective breeding, which is technically a genetically modified organism, you know? Yeah. Like if you ate a non-GMO banana or apple, it'd be fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. It'd be all seeds. It'd be hard as a rock. It'd be like a turnip trying to bite into a turnip. Like, you It'd know. It'd be a like, terrible time. If, if you had a chicken that had two heads, four wings, and 13 legs, yeah, I'm against that. But, you know, selective breeding fruit and vegetables, I'm fine with that. That's good with me. Yeah, does it have nutrition? I'm pretty sure our fruits today have more nutrition to just them being more voluptuous and yeah some of them i'm sure less seeds some of them yeah you know i'm, I'm sure there's downsides of everything but you know what i like my vegetables I, and I, I honestly i i think broccoli for an example is directly a genetically modified organism that without us selectively breeding we wouldn't have broccoli at all Mm. Like we like broccoli is like in its original form is like this small ass like, like weed weed plant that you can't even eat. You know, so without us yeah. GMOing <laughs> that shit all over the place, we wouldn't have broccoli as we know it right now. So there's my two cents. And I fucking yeah, and love broccoli. You gonna talk shit about broccoli? Nope. Nope. You're gonna say it's bad for you? Shut up. But anyway, man. I should probably let you go because I got some cleaning to do before Mary gets home in the morning tomorrow. She's uh, coming back from Idaho. Cool, cool. And then uh, I also got to use the restroom. So I guess this would be at an yes, hour, yeah. and, hour and 50 minutes. It'd be a good time to cut it off. Cool, man. So uh, you can follow us at the John Sandwich on Twitter. You can follow John where? As ThirstyQ on, on Twitch. Twitch. There we go. Follow me. I stream on the weekends. So, yeah, if you like watching video games, play a lot of those. Yeah, get that man to affiliate. Hit him up, man. 
do that shit. So um, we missed out on Eric today. I'm sure he'll be back for next week's podcast. Yeah, hopefully. Yep. All right, man. It was good talking to you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Cool. All right, later, man. Laters, dude.